All right, we are good. Okay, well, uh, welcome, Hi. Natalia Michelle. Hi, <laughs> welcome to the podcast for American, American USA shot at a Picture Flick Ooh. Studio. Ooh, I'm happy to be here. Oh yeah, welcome. Officially my first podcast. Oh, so, officially, yeah, we're your first. Officially my yes. first podcast. Oh my god. That's I'm gonna awesome. look back like five years later and just say, oh my god, I'm cringing. This is so horrible. You, you had to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah. All right, cool. And so right now we are on the podcast. We're live there. We're yes. recording for YouTube yes. up there. We're all over the place. Oh, look at your feed. Your feed's going crazy yeah, here. I see that. That's oh awesome. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank Hello. you, fans. Hello. <laughs> so, <laughs> let, uh, Natalia Michelle. Yes. All right, th that's two names, right? Yeah, it's two names. I recently did a name change. Oh, so, recently, okay. Yeah, it, I ended up making my stage name my official name. So, Natalia Michelle is my birth official name. It's on my driver's license for a certificate. That's awesome. How hard yeah. is that to do? It honestly is not that hard. Like, it's expensive. If you can't afford it. Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, but then if you qualify for stuff like, you know, um, food stamps, then it's easier. Right. And for me, I'm like, okay, well, my family at the time did qualify for food stamps, so I was like, okay, well, I can just write it all off and oh, I get it for free. Perfect. Yeah, it worked out well. That's perfect. Well, um, you know, thank you again for being on the American yeah, podcast. Thank you. Uh, this is where our uh, diversity is our culture, as yeah. far as American goes. Um, but I, I just met you about a, a week ago yeah. or so. You were here checking out the studio, studio and uh, you have an event. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself there. So pretty much, uh, hi. I'm a 17-year-old actress, full-time paid actress, director, and entrepreneur. 17! Yeah, 17. I'm so young and I hate to admit it. I will tell you, <laughs> you are probably the one, uh, the most ambitious person I have oh, met and you. you are only 17. That's amazing. Thank you. I try to keep like my heart and soul with what I love to do. But sure. Yeah, so I love the art and I love passion. I have a lot to say about culture as I'm a very ethnically ambiguous human being. But Perfect. pretty much my event is it's all about women empowerment. It's all about getting together and stopping sexual assault in the entertainment industry and as well coming together as a community in order to create different products and to create different films, short films, um, portfolio so for photographers. So it's such a great event. It's going to be on the 25th of May. It's a Saturday and we're going to be here from 1 to 6 p.m. I'm trying to recite it, but yeah, it's going to be right here at this amazing studio. So, yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Oh, my God. And, and, and so how did this all come about? I mean, obviously, big event, yeah. a lot of things going on, a lot of moving parts. Oh right. So, yeah. I mean, how did this come about? So, pretty much it all started with the documentary. Oh, God. Oh, so yes, the documentary. the documentary. Tell us about the a little yeah. bit about the documentary. So, the documentary, it's called Us Too. If nobody knew, it's hi. It's Us Too. And it pretty much is derived from the Me Too movement, which... In when I made it, it was like, okay, me too. It's like me, 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 this, me, that. But then I'm like, okay, what about us when it comes to sexual assault? Why don't we stand all together, us as human beings, in order to end the situation? So I was like, okay, well, I ended up getting inspired through a film studies class that I was taking last term. And in the end, I was like, oh my god, well, here we go. If I'm making a project, it's got to be big. So I was coming out of a sexual assault situation due to a film competition in san diego this is a, a this is really like a personal thing at this yeah, point it is a very personal thing i was coming out of my own sexual assault situation that happened in my own film community and this wasn't the first time this was like i don't know like the seventh time within a year wow and 
I was like, okay, like I get it. I'm young and you know, I do most, I guess I'm trying not to push my ego, but to most that I've heard that I'm attractive, I'm young, I'm, I'm big, ambitious. I'm, I have a drive to, in order to like fulfill my career sure. and to fulfill my goals. So maybe that's what makes me attractive me because I don't like stand up or I don't give a crap about shit. But either way, a lot of people, they just kept, you know, finding me somewhat attractive and wanted to act on those actions in a non-professional way and even though i said no which i get it humans we love each other and we want to be loved but in the end it doesn't make sense if you say no that they cross that boundary so i due to my own personal situation due to my family's history growing up as a hispanic woman and so young in a hispanic family i was like okay well this i'm gonna make this documentary and i wanted to change people's lives and then throughout the whole entire process, I started off with like three people's stories and it grew into the point where the whole entire community was involved in some insane sexual assault assault situation and nobody knew about it. So lot, yeah. so out of it, I mean, all these people just came out and had a story and, and yeah. it was really you that brought it out of them to be able to share exactly. it. Exactly. And the thing is that what really made me upset was because nobody, well, everybody was afraid to a degree to speak up about it. And I was like, why are you so scared? Like, you don't want to work with these people anymore. Like, it just doesn't make sense. They, you know, try to touch your boobs. They try to grab your ass. It, why would you be not talking about them publicly and saying, you know, they did this to me in order to protect another woman who might be coming to the industry, like myself, and trying to protect them from the same thing that happened to you. And they're saying, oh, like, I'm scared that my reputation is going to be tainted. Oh, my God, I'm going to get blacklisted in the entertainment industry because it's such a small community that when things spread like wildfire, they go around like overnight. Right. So that's what was scaring a lot of people. And I was like, OK, well, I've stood up for sexual assault before. I know how to do it and I have nothing to lose. So I'm just going to do it and make things right. Well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, I know lots of stories have come out in the past five, oh, yeah. ten years, and a lot of With them... the Me Too movement. Yeah, definitely. And so Me Too actually mm -hmm. inspired you at that point. Yeah, it definitely wow. did. Because, you know, like every human being out there, and I say human being because in my documentary, I do address that it's not only women, it's men too. And, you know, it's like, even with my boyfriend, it happened to him too. And it's like, okay, you know, I know everyone that it happened to. So even with me, you know, I have my own Me Too situation. My boyfriend does, my friends do. And it's like, okay, well, you know, why can't, if everybody has the same story, I don't want this to become a part of normal day culture. I don't want this to become the normal where it's like you hear it on the news every day, like, oh, she got sexually assaulted, everyday news, you know, make a whole entire podcast about it. But either way, it's like, it's, it needs to stop. Right. And, you know, I'm so glad and blessed that the Me Too movement got its formation and guides turn around and was able to stop it and make it aware to some degree but then i feel like the question now is like okay what now you know we heard your story we heard you know five women speaking up about harvey Weinstein. what now so that's a huge question that's why i'm like okay well hashtag us too we all us sexual assault survivors can stand up and go against this one predator or sexually assaulting human being and in the end make into it yeah us too we're talking men yeah. and women because at this point it, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman it doesn't man, matter if you're, if you're under 18 like, well, there we go right straight like i don't care it, it's not right sure. it's not right and i just want to be able to make people feel safe in a community that i love and one thing i really like to address too is the fact that you know 
us creators, we're storytellers. And why, if we're trying to make films and we're trying to make documentaries that are supposed to inspire change and inspire, you know, heroes and villains and try to show that to adolescents and say, yes, this is who you should be when you grow up. This is who you should aim to be, like the hero, the all good and almighty and all powerful, when the people making this hero are sexually assaulting predators. So it doesn't make sense. Right. I, I'm curious. Uh, you said multiple times uh, you've been assaulted. Yeah. I, I wonder, was there ever time where you uh, addressed the uh, person that assaulted you or oh, yeah. went to the police potentially? Oh, yeah. And this is something that, you know, I'm open about it to everyone. And it's one of those stories that when I go on that Oscar stage, I'm just like, you know, this is this is why I'm here. Because right. I want, you know, my I'm so passionate about it and I want it to end. But in the end, I just, I don't know, like I grew up as a fighter my whole entire life. And I always knew that, you know, I wanted a better world. I wanted change and I wanted a perfect, you know, peaceful life. But in the end, yes, I did stand up to all these bullies in my whole entire life. Yes, I did stand up to those who have tried to sexually assault me. I did go to the police. I did say, you know, that this was happening. But then the sad thing is because the way how law enforcement works, usually there's little to nothing that they can do until a physical action or until you physically get hurt or some form of proof is shown. Oh, is that right? Yeah, which is another reason why a lot of people, we talk about it in my documentary too, why... When it comes to women speaking out about it, it's like, okay, he touched my boobs. How can you prove it? That's where it gets quiet. Sure. So it's like, since there's no proof and it's he said this, she said that, then there goes the case. That's it. And hmm. he's going to, or he or she is going to keep doing it over and over and over and over again until right. you actually have proof about it. Well, I think there's ways to go about it in, in uh, a professional way. And yeah. actually at this studio, I hate to do this uh, shameless plug, but at this studio, mm -hmm. we're gonna, we have a model. We actually have two models that are going to talk about or, or do classes about uh, how to be a professional model. And part yeah. of that is how to deal with your photographer, how to deal with creepy guys and, yeah, and those guys. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's going to be really cool. And uh, I think a lot of people like yourself can understand mm -hmm. how how you're breaking into the modeling industry or even social media or creating yeah. creating content. I mean, you're going to run into those people and you're going to need to know how to um, interact with them. Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy because even to this day, mm -hmm. and I make it very, very strong, I make it well known out there to social media, to YouTube, or to any photographer, we'll go on the photographer aspect, that I work with because I am as well a model. And I make it very clear. I'm like, okay, I'm an emancipated 17-year-old. There's not that many out there. I'm part of the 1%. I'm emancipated 17-year-old. I've been doing this for nine years, and I want a professional, respectable photographer. Yes, we can be friends. I can give you a hug. I will travel with you because I'm so open and loving and caring. But once you make that move and you, you know, sure, you might make that move, but once they say no, respect that. Like, if You're you don't, right. that's it. And it's, it's crazy. Like, recently, I had my own photographer situation recently. It was two months ago, and I was doing this one photo shoot for this one magazine. And this one guy, I will call him out. His name is Bobby. I'm not going to say the last name. I can't pronounce it. But this one guy named Bobby, he's on social media. He'll find me. <laughs> okay. But either way, um, so I made it very clear. I was like, okay, I'm a 17-year-old emancipated minor. You know, I'm here. I'm legally allowed to be here. Paperwork, I, I can do it. But in the end... He, we were friends at first, we were getting really close, our mindset really clicked together because we really both love to travel and explore different types of culture. We were talking about how we wanted to go to Argentina, just sure. to you know, visit the culture. 
And I was like, oh my god, like, yes, we need to travel together. Like, you are so amazing. But in the end, we did one photo shoot, and it was at his place. And I get it. Photographers do photo shoots at their place. They have a whole entire studio like this at their place. Love it. You know, it's part of their uh, business. But then in the end, it was getting to a point where he kept making sexist, derogatory comments towards me. It was telling me, like, Natalia, we got to do a lingerie photo shoot. And I was like, no, I don't feel comfortable with that. We're in your house. And it was like, no, come on, I got to get it for this magazine. And then in the end, it was very sexist and, I don't want to say racist, but like sexist and very sexual towards me with the way how he touched me, with the way how he looked at me. And in the end, I got myself out of that situation in a professional manner. In the end, he did not give me any of the pictures that we took. No way. He did not way. give me any of the pictures. Wow. And I contacted him, I was like, hey, like, I'm, you know, me, myself, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to work with this motherfucker here. But either way, I'm just like, hey, can you give me my pictures, please? Because I got to, you know, I got to have them for my portfolio. Right. And he's like, oh, I think I lost them. Oh, uh, that's what and he went with? Yeah. And he I went with, like, I lost them. Motherfucker, you did wow. not lose that. I know you did not lose those pictures. They are down. You are probably masturbating to that shit right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't speculate, but... Um, like... I don't know, but yeah, like, and this is not the first time though. This is like mm. the third time it happened to me where a photographer always went with, oh, I lost it. So, so for future yeah. models there, uh, what would you recommend as far as going on a shoot, especially mm -hmm. for the first time and you feel uncomfortable? So I would say first, if you are uncomfortable from the beginning, bring a friend, bring a boyfriend, bring, bring someone, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, I don't care, bring another human being. Oh. If you're going alone, and you see this guy's, you know, touching you in a sexual manner, don't be afraid to be a confident badass and say, no, I'm not okay with this. You have to stop. And if he does not stop, leave the place right away. That is go. my best advice because that's what I did. I was getting around the situation. I made a clear no. And in the end, I left the place right away, right after. Yeah, you definitely have to be strong. Yeah, it sounds definitely. like, right? Definitely. And don't be afraid even, like, another thing, too, don't be afraid that... Your reputation is going to be tainted because how many photographers out there? There's so many photographers. And, you know, because you just met this one photographer on Facebook doesn't mean he's going to ruin your career. There are so many other big photographers out there. And in the end, I have to say it, my favorite thing, karma is a bitch. Mm. Karma will be a bitch. <laughs> Hardcore. And yes. sting. No doubt. So, no yeah. doubt. Well, Natalia, I mean... You obviously have lots to talk about, and we're going to probably yeah. have you in here a couple times to talk about different things. But, uh, uh, again, you could go on and on. Yeah. Uh, but but the event, tell us a little more about the event there. What, what's it going to do for you? What's it going to do for the cause? What are mm -hmm. some more details? So pretty much um, the cause, once again, it's like to empower people in the engineering industry to be able to say no when things happen like this, to be able to connect with other um, professional models, photographers, directors out there that won't be sexual towards you, or hopefully, or else I will kick them out in my own manner. But in the end, it's supposed to create a community that is safe, that is loving, and that wants to bring everybody together in their own way, and that actually is giving paid work. So it's not like you're going to be there 20 years just doing free photo shoots and still working the 9 to 5 jack in the box. It's supposed to teach you that, you know, the safe ways to go around a photo shoot that is like that safe ways to encounter in a professional manner um, a casting call and to be, make, to be making sure that it is legit for a paid role, to be making sure that you are getting compensated the right way and to excel your career in the right way because once again, 
I've been doing it for such a long time. And, and how long is that? Have you yeah, been doing it? Nine years. Nine years? Yeah. Oh, it's my gosh. I'm really, really young. Wow. I've seen everything. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. I can't believe that. All In all this time, I mean, yeah. this really brings you to this point. Of, mm -hmm. It right. does. It does. And it's because I'm looking at my career as a whole, and it's like, okay, well, you know, I've done so many feature films. I did so many commercials and short films, and I'm getting paid for it, and I'm actually making a sustainable living, which is amazing. But what is going to be my contribution to the world and to the community that people are going to know me by? And I was like, okay, well, I want it to be close and dear to my heart, which has to do with bullying, domestic violence, and sexual assault. And I was like, okay, well, these are the three topics that connect, sadly, directly to the entertainment industry, and that I can gear off to change, which is amazing in its own way, but also sad, so... Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so when we're talking again about American and about culture being yeah. being our, our diversity being our culture, right? Uh, is there anything in your past that beyond the photography, mm -hmm. beyond the sexual assault that you could think of either benefited you in a positive way yeah. or a ne negative way? Being I Hispanic? Say, yeah, so... Or your age, potentially? Yeah, so pretty much, um, if guys, if you didn't know, I am a 17-year-old whitewashed Hispanic. I you can tell by the lighting I am very black. And I'm a little and I'm a little darker. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So like in the end it's very it's interesting because in the entertainment industry they're always, you know, casting and I've been a casting director before and I've always looked at the way how people look in order to fit a certain role. I was you know, I was auditioning people even today before I came here. And a lot of the looks I was going for I was like, Okay, it's you know, taking place in a futuristic world, I mean people blonde hair, blue eyes. It's not racist as people think it is. It's just, you know, in order to tell the right story. And yeah, me yeah. being ethnically ambiguous, no one knows what the hell this whitewashed girl is. No <laughs> one knows what I am. You know, the first responses I get when it comes to my culture is like, oh my God, like you're Mexican. I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh my God, you're just American. No, I'm not. You're Italian. No, I'm not. I'm Colombian. Well, my mom, she's from Colombia. So then that makes me able to speak Spanish. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I can speak Spanish. But one thing I noticed is tying it into the entertainment industry, it's helped being weird. It's helped being different. That the diversity, has, yeah. so at that point, it's, it's helped you. And then probably people have maybe even thought you were, uh, I don't know, um, exotic looking. Yeah, definitely. And I've even got those comments before. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, you know, I'll take it. And I love it. But it's also been a little bit negative, too, because, you know, politically, you know, the way how society is going in a political aspect, everyone's so scared of foreigners and everyone's so scared of like different culture. And I'm here and I'm like, no, like embrace it, like love it. But then I've gotten some comments on the street because I look Hispanic or some days I might look more Hispanic on one day and not the other. Sure. But people are telling me like, oh my God, go back to Mexico. And I'm here and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not Mexican. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Hispanic I, is not Mexican. Yeah, it's, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, how you know i'm not mexican but either way i'm just like okay well you know that's that's my culture and i'm embracing it and that's you awesome. know that's a positive thing for the entertainment industry going on to a negative thing obviously like what i said but then also some people have been like oh my god you're not a true hispanic and i'm here and i'm like okay what do you consider a true hispanic then and they're like someone who actually knows how to speak spanish i'm like okay well you puedo hablar inglés or you puedo hablar español Pero, like, I have a whitewashed accent. Right. And that's because, you know, I've lived here in the United States my whole entire life. And my mom, obviously, she's speaking to me in Spanish. And for me, I'm like, okay, well, I listen to it, I interpret it, and I speak it. 
but that you don't doesn't speak fix... it in that native tongue. Maybe yeah. they're expecting, right? Exactly. It's like just because I don't sound Hispanic doesn't mean I'm not Hispanic. Just because I don't look Hispanic doesn't mean I'm not Hispanic. You know, it's 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 weird, and some people have commented on that in a negative way. Would you uh, would you consider yourself American? I actually do, and I'm proud of it too. It's like yes, right? It's like I embrace all cultures. Like whatever I am, I've come to accept it that I, well, I've embraced it. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, I'm I'm a whitewashed Hispanic, and I love it. You know, and embrace it. Yeah, and then some people are like, you know, oh my God, you're only Colombian. I'm like, no, I lived here in the United States, where it's given me so many wonderful opportunities to be in the entertainment industry, and I love it. And people think I look different because I love my mother and the way how she just happened to got me out there. You know, I look different and yeah. that's good. And I really embrace my culture and, you know, it's a lot about family. And even though it has negative sides and positive sides, you know, it's like, it's what I identify with, which is why I come to like the main conclusion. Everybody's a mixture of everything these days. Mm -hmm. It's what do you identify with and what do you resonate with that? And whatever that is, fucking take it. Like, just oh. own it like crazy. That's what I say. Oh, Natalia, I tell you, you just get more impressive as the minutes go oh on God, again. So, again, <laughs> if you guys don't know, you guys got to check out Natalia Michelle on, on social media. Yeah. Where can they find you? So, you guys can find me on Instagram. My Instagram username is just Natalia, spelled with a Y and not an I, please. So N-A-T-A-L-Y-A underscore Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And then, yes, and then I know they can check out the trailer, the trailer yeah. for the documentary, they can. right? If you just search up um, my name on YouTube, it's going to pop up. Just, you know, click my channel. And as well, you can just search up us too, all in one word, us, T-O-O, -O, then space trailer. That also works out too. And then just type in, you know, if it doesn't, then us two trailer, Natalia and Michelle. Yeah, it's they'll, find it. they'll yeah. find it. And yeah. when does the documentary actually come out? So we have been delaying it due to publicity issues. We're trying to get more publicity and we're trying to get more people up on this movement because it's such a huge thing and nothing has been ever read about it before. And I know it's going to change people's lives. So I want to see as many people as possible. But my estimated day where it's going to release is probably in July or August as of right now. Yeah, I saw the um, the trailer, and the trailer alone is already moving, so oh, I can't you. imagine what the documentary is going to look like. Yeah. I'm excited. It was crazy, though, because on the like first three days, we got over 5,000 views. The first day, just on the just trailer? the first three days on the trailer. Oh, so that's yeah. going to be a big deal. Yeah, so it was collectively Facebook. You guys got to watch that. Yeah, it was collectively Facebook, you know, on Twitter. Some people tweeted it out. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not on Twitter, but good job on Twitter. And then um, YouTube, obviously, Instagram and Snapchat. So every single social media collectively added the numbers that got around 5,000. So I was like, damn. That's okay, going to be something. good. Yeah, so, and that event coming up over here at the yeah. studio, that's going to be pretty good too, yeah, it sounds like, exactly. the turnout. It can literally make this trailer just skyrocket if right. everybody just comes and if everybody supports each other and is just really getting on the movement as hard as they can, you know, saying like, you know, stop sexual assault. It's a really good movement. So doesn't matter, once again, culture. doesn't matter if you're LGBTQ, straight, gay, I don't care, black, white, purple. Still, it's such a good movement, and it needs more support behind it. Yes, well, definitely. American USA, we are supporting you. Us okay. at Patriotflix, we're supporting you, so I can't wait. Cool. So thank you for being on our American podcast. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I think the next time you come on, maybe you give us an update. 
Oh yeah, definitely. And I can just keep rambling. So, there we go. Yeah, I love there it. We go. Thank, Thank you for you. being with us. Appreciate you. you. All right. Okay. Cool. You want any? You want to plug anything at this point? Um, the only thing that I can think of is just men, women. I don't care. Like, be a badass and stand up for yourself. Just remember, karma's a bitch. That's it. And support the movement. That's all I have to say as of right now. And follow the social media because I need followers. That's really fun. There we go. <laughs> Natalia Michelle, everyone, check her out. Thanks for visiting. Thank you.